Hello and welcome back. I just wanted to jump in quickly before this episode to let you know it was recorded at the end of February. Everything in it was accurate as of recording, but since then our guest has updated their Roblox username to be It's Koiska. Other than that, thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Today's guest has contributed to literally billions of visits from translating games into Polish through to community management and various other bits of game development. Let's have a chat and discuss why translation is so important as we go Beyond the Blocks. Hello and welcome back to Beyond the Blocks, the podcast all about the Roblox platform and game development. I am of course your host Bantek and I'm excited to welcome Crunny as our guest. So hello Crunny, how are you today? Hey, I'm doing great, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing great, thank you. Um, now, for those who don't already know you, do you want to just give us a quick rundown of the type of stuff that you do on Roblox? Sure. So, uh, on the platform, I'm mainly known as a translator. I have worked for a few top games, such as Restaurant Tycoon 2, uh, work at a pizza place, Saber Simulator, and, you know, a few, of, uh, a few other of those kind of games. I uh, also do a lot of... 2D and 3D work on Roblox, from like building to modeling, all the way to UI and clothing. And uh, I hope to stop expanding my knowledge on the platform, because soon enough I'll be too powerful for Roblox to contain me. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, we'll start with the um, pretty well-known games that you mentioned there in terms of translating. Um, what got you into translating on the Roblox platform specifically? So, I first started translating mainly because it was just helping out other translators, just, you know, fill in the gaps. I wasn't really trying to steal their thunder at first, but uh, essentially I ended up being currently the top Polish translator on the platform. Uh, now I just translate because uh, I see a lot of uh, younger people who play Roblox, one of them being my youngest sister, who is currently seven, and uh, she needs a lot of help with like playing games, because uh, she doesn't understand English as well as I do, and uh, yeah, and I usually just do it for the kids that just, you know, want to enjoy the games that they seem to like. That's a really interesting point, actually, I suppose, about kids who haven't necessarily um, learned English as a second language yet, um, struggling to to understand some of the games. What got you some of those big translation jobs for some of the some of the well known games? What got you onto those? So uh, it's kind of a fifty fifty for me because sometimes it was just my portfolio alone, the fact that I speak Polish and have different credentials listed on my prof uh, my portfolio. Uh, and another thing is also uh, working in a localization team with uh, Mothmage and other translators being there to vouch that, you know, I'm credible for work. And that's actually how I started. I just joined, accidentally joined this translation group. And uh, ever since, I've been just taking jobs from there, recommending jo others for jobs or just, you know, taking jobs on my own. And I suppose for some of these big jobs, you have to play the games and understand kind of the context of 
of where the translations um, or where those strings are in the game. Which of the games did you find kind of most interesting to translate out of some of the big ones that you've done? I don't know if I should say most interesting because all games have their own different types of uh, words that are there. That Yes, there are words that are, you know, you can put anywhere across any, any kind of game on the platform, but a tycoon will have its own special language, same with a simulator, a puzzle game, an obby. All of them have different kind of word wording that needs to be put in them in order to, you know, uh, convey the context as best as you can. And uh, that's why I always steer away from saying the most interesting rather than just the biggest, the smallest, like the wildest or the one that took me the longest. What genre of game then, I suppose, is most challenging? I'd say that definitely tycoons are the most uh, challenging mm -hmm. because the word tycoon within itself isn't a word in Polish. I mean, it is a word, but not in a not in a context that you'd think a tycoon game would have. So uh, sometimes I just resort to not translating the certain word or just making a workaround to just make sure that the person gets that the tycoon in Polish is the tycoon that you want to know. Yeah, definitely. Have you discovered any hilariously bad translations on Roblox? Oh, oh yeah, definitely. And it's not only me. I have stories from other translators that I am friends with that uh, definitely have one of some of shared their most hilarious Google Translate stories that like I think I should remember. One of them in Polish specifically is uh, a pet tycoon game that I found on the front page. The game wasn't translated at all, but they only had the title and the description uh, translated, and it went from basically pet tycoon to the kingpin of uh, domestic animals. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and with other languages that I know, certainly, uh, one of them being noob in Korean would translate into some very inappropriate words. Same thing was like for uh, trading in Dutch, which for some reason Google decided that uh, breeding would be a good word for trading. <laughs> Brilliant. I suppose developers have to be quite careful with it, don't they? Yes, definitely, especially with like who they hire, because I've had some stories where developers would come to me and my friends and be like, hey, we've had this other translator work for us, but our community is not very happy with it, and they're saying that it's basically Google Translate, could you help us with it? And this is how we've scored, like, me and my friends have scored some of the best, like, most longest works jobs we've had like NK Studios for example uh, Guesty they've had a situation like that where they thought that Google might be the solution for them in a short term but the community as soon as they noticed that lang the language in the uh, game wasn't very appropriate they started to leave the game and they started talking about it and uh, I remember the first time you were working with them, we've had some really, uh, had a serious conversation with them about it, and I definitely know that for other games that they're working on, they'll definitely be hiring us in the future. As well as, uh, 
just in general, some smaller games, like, I would have someone reach out to me and be like, Hey, can you do this for me for free? I'll, I'll owe you a favor and other stuff. And it's just, you know, being a translator in general is like, you meet a lot of interesting people, a lot of interesting games, and it just shows how diverse the platform can be sometimes. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, I suppose my next question, um, that kind of leads on nicely, is that even in modern times, um, there's kind of a English speaker mentality that everyone will learn English, and if they don't, that's kind of too bad. And obviously a lot of these developers putting in these translations don't speak the languages that they're putting in, not necessarily sure whether they're going to get accurate translations or not. Um, and that might put some people off. So my question is kind of why is it still important for game developers to localize their games into all these different languages? So uh, instead of saying why, let me give you an, like, an example. Imagine you have uh, a task that you need, that you need to hammer a nail into some wood. And uh, the person that is explaining this to you doesn't speak you don't understand what they're saying they're speaking completely the completely different language and uh your thought process as a person as a human immediately goes to oh i have this this and this i think this should be this but it might not the other person might not like it so i have to figure it out if i should be doing that in the first place or try to get some more hints from whatever they're doing I suppose a pushback that a lot of people might have um, is obviously that there's a ton of languages out there and if you're supporting one or two then it feels like you should support them all which can obviously be very time consuming and potentially quite costly um, and I suppose that's where one of Roblox's recent updates comes in as they've rolled out automatic translations um, making them available to all developers. Um, what are your thoughts on automatic translations? First of all, let me just clear this misconception of you have to, if you support one translations, you have to support translations for every language. This is false because some language, some some players from different languages may not like the game that you you make or just just not simply not drawn to it, and you don't have to. And with Roblox, you can translate as many you can put uh, as many languages as you want. Not just one, not just all. That That is kind of the beauty of it, because you have control of it. And uh, this kind of rolls nicely into what I'm about to say, because uh, <laughs> Roblox kind of took that away from us last Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, so the automatic translations were enabled last Wednesday, and uh, it was forced onto us uh, by the platform, which caused some some issues. One of them being that uh, the entire, like, every language meshed into one another and uh, it resulted in uh, strings and tables in general having many, many amounts of strings. The biggest one that I found, and I've been throwing around on Twitter in general as a laugh, was the one that I've worked on uh, previously called Circus Trip, that basically went from 800 strings to over 10,000. Of course, Roblox kind of fixed that issue, but they also told developers that, hey, we've enabled it, but that's up to you if you don't want to use it, and if you don't want to use it, you can just delete the strings, you know, and move on with your day, which caused 
a lot of issues for uh, developers that didn't want those translations on. The website just started crashing on people. The buttons weren't working, like you couldn't do anything and you had to wait a day or two for everything to just calm down. And uh, that's mainly the issue of automatic translations, with there also being a lot of inappropriate words. Roblox has also added a few groups and users in there independently for develop from developers, which has also uh, had a few other people talking about uh, privacy issues where base were essential like, yeah, Roblox can look into our games and change things without our consent, which is kind of already a thing in terms of scripts, for example, if someone flags your scripts as inappropriate. And this is mainly the issue that I take with translation, the automatic translations, is that they've enabled it in such a way that paints translators in general in a very bad light. And just making us seem like we're just careless fools and don't care about what anything, where it's not true for many people. Like, I, for example, uh, a lot of games that are reach out to me and to fix Google translations, I do that for free because why would I charge for uh, their mistake where I can easily pay them, you know, in the form of a lesson to know that next time if you want something reliable. You can always come to people who actually do it for a living, essentially, and have them do your job, give you feedback, and just have have an extra person to network with, essentially. Yeah, definitely. I, I can see that. I suppose the the kind of the question on automatic translations as well for a lot of developers is whether if they either can't afford translators or want to support some languages um, in addition to what they can afford, obviously there's a question of whether some translation is better than nothing or whether no translation is better than an incorrect one. Um, and I just wondered where you kind of sat on those two sides. Honestly, I am kind of in an in-between person because uh, honestly, it depends. If you are using automatic translations as your main source of translations, I'd say you just don't do it. Stay out of the market, you know, if you really want translations, just hire someone. But if you're also in a in a sense thinking about hiring to someone to translate your game and you just can't afford it at, at the moment, you can always uh, enable those automatic translations for a short period of time and just have on onboard tra other translation translators to work on the game and just correct the system and whatever. That way we can also reach out to Roblox and let them know that, hey, this word translates to something inappropriate, you should change that hey, there's a few different contexts and meanings to that word, you should keep that in mind. So that way we can also uh, make the translations better in the end. But I definitely do think that if you're thinking about translating the game, it's always best to just first scout whatever, whoever, who is from where is like in terms of countries and at first translate the most played countries then go down to whatever language you think would be best. That way you can save a lot of money and you can draw a lot more attention to your game. Yeah, I think that's a good strategy. If the translations 
do happen to be quite incorrect, you've done automatic or, or whatever, um, is there a way for individual users to just switch off and go back to the English or is that not very easy at the moment? There is a way to do it. You just have to either go through the settings and change your language to English or just scroll down to the bottom of the page and where you have this drop down for languages, just switch it back to English. It's going to refresh the page if you do it the other way, but you're still going to have your game in English or whatever other language you'd like. Yeah, and then I assume just rejoin the game after doing that. Yeah, essentially. Awesome. So on top of your translation work, I've seen obviously on Twitter that you've done some clothing, that you've done a bit of building work, you mentioned them earlier as well. Um, what's kind of your long-term goal on Roblox? Is it to continue just translating things or are you going to be branching out a bit further and pursuing other forms of development? Oh, I am definitely branching out. Like I've been honestly on the fence about it for a longer while because uh, I did have some... I mean, I still do have some really good jobs lined up for me. They're okay. They're unfortunately seasonal because some games don't do updates every day or every week. They come in like once a month, once, you know, three months and so far, so forth. Uh, but I've definitely been thinking about just keeping translations as a side job and just expand on what what else I know, like catch on some new stuff maybe. And uh, if I could, maybe just try and live off Roblox. Yeah, I think that's the dream for a lot of people. What kind of things might we expect coming up soon, or is it a bit secret? Well, there's definitely some upcoming games that I'm going to be translating, definitely coming soon. There's also, uh, I think, two projects coming up that I'll be working on. Uh, I mean, one of them I'll be uh, a developer for, and uh, so far it's coming up pretty good. I'm really liking the progress on it, on my side at least. And uh, I'm hoping for that to be uh, out soon-ish. That, that's going to be spoken about more and more as uh, more progress is being done. And for the other projects, I can't really say anything because it's right now is just being... Uh, where people are still talking about it. But yes, I'm hoping for that other project to come along soon that will be spoken about more as time comes. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I think soon is the uh, keyword of Roblox, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> well, that's all we have time for today, so thank you very much for joining us, Crony. Is there anything that you'd like our listeners to go check out that I can link to? Definitely check out my Twitter. I post a lot of my own opinions, so if you're interested in uh, some angry comments from time to time about Roblox being Roblox, then go ahead. Oh, I also like tweet about cats a lot so if you'd like to you know check out some furry friends go ahead and follow me over there too check out my portfolio too if you're interested in translating i mean not translating but having your games translated uh i do a lot of things in terms of translations from managing tables to managing translation teams and translating myself so if you're interested in that please give me a holler and i think that would be all Awesome. Well, there'll be links to all of those things in the description of this episode on YouTube, so go check them out. 
Beyond the Blocks is brought to you by Bantec Systems, a development studio creating interactive game systems and solutions on Roblox. Find Bantec's profile on Roblox and click through to the Bantec Systems group for more information. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next time on Beyond the Blocks.